The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time, she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation, and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit www.conflicthealing.com. So, Mari, what's your show about today? Oh, Lloyd, today our show, I'm very excited because today our show is about living life between fear and faith, and we have this wonderful book that I read called A Patriot's Calling, Living Life Between Fear and Faith by Major Dan Rooney. And you remember when I went last November to New York City, I was one of the money heroes, and then I met some fabulous money heroes. And one of the greatest money heroes was actually the the keynote speaker for our event. And as I sat there looking right at him and listening to his story and the tears coming down my face, I just thought, oh my goodness, we have to have Dan on our show. And he is just incredible. Let me tell you just a little bit about him because we have a lot more about him at our website at conflicthealing.com where you can see him on our upcoming guests and our past guests as well. But here is a little, just a little bit about him. Major Dan Noonan Rooney has flown his F-16 on three tours of duty in Iraq. He's retired now and is on inactive ready reserve duty in the Air National Guard. He is a PGA golf professional. He's a fabulous motivational speaker. He is the founder of the Patriot Golf Club and the founder and president of the Folds of Honor Foundation, which is what he's going to tell his story about in a minute. The Folds of Honor has raised millions and awarded over 26,000, um, educational scholarships for the families of fallen and disabled veterans. He's been awarded the Air National Guard's Distinguished Service Medal, the Air Force Combat Air Medal, the Ellis Island Medal of Honor, and the PGA of America's first Patriot Award. He was given the Call to Service Award by President George W. Bush, and he was named one of People Magazine's Heroes of the Year and ABC World's Person of the Year in, uh, in a Patriot Calling, that's his book, he inspires us to discover our essence and give back to our wonderful country, America. And as I said, he also was one of the great money heroes for Money Magazine. So I'm so thrilled to have you join us, Dan. Thank you so much. It is a great day to be an American, and I'm very pleased to uh, to be on the show with you. Thanks, Mara. 
Oh, gosh. In your book, I just, first of all, I was so touched by your, your talk before all of us. And then when I got to read your book, I was saying to myself, oh, my goodness, we have to have this wonderful Renaissance man who has also got a heart of gold. Why don't you tell us, I think what's most important is for you to tell us about how you started the the Folds of Honor Foundation and how that came about, because that story was very compelling. Well, there's a, there's a term in life that I use, uh, I call it synchronicity, and that's when chance and purpose unite. Um, and understanding that I don't believe there's any person or experience placed on our paths without a meaning there, but, but also knowing that when uh, chance and purpose come together in our lives, it's meaningless unless you, unless you have the faith or uh, the courage to take action. And so um, the, the impetus for the Folds of Honor uh, really occurred you know, over the battlefields of Iraq. I've done three tours of duty as an F-16 pilot, and during my second tour of duty flew, uh, flew mostly night missions. And I, I quite frankly, I, I watched a lot of people give their lives um, and limbs in defense of, defense of our country, and I felt a very strong calling from God at that point to do something outside of the cockpit, specifically for the families uh, who I've seen, uh, you know, injured on the battlefield there. And uh, like like I said before, inspiration is only as good as the action that you take, and, and I did nothing. And I came home six months later and really had a defining moment of synchronicity in my life occur. And it wasn't on a, in a military F-16. It was on a commercial airline flight headed from Chicago O'Hare to, to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it was one of those dark, delayed nights, and uh, you know, I finally got on this flight. It was United Flight 664, and as I walked through uh, first class, I noticed there was a, a young man in, in dress army green sitting in first class. He was a corporal, and I uh, thought, you know, it's kind of strange, but I figured somebody probably swapped seats with him, so I went and I sat in coach, and uh, about an hour or so later, we, we land in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's after midnight at this point because the flight had been so delayed, and as we pull into the gate, the, the captain comes over the PA, and uh, says we have an American hero on board, um, that we're carrying the remains of, uh, of Corporal Brock Buckland, who had been uh, killed in Iraq, and mm-hmm. his identical twin brother, Corporal Brad Buckland, was in first class and had brought him those 7,000 uh, miles home. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously, I mean, that, that is, that's a lot. I mean, the, the war had, had followed me home at that point, sitting in the you know, at, at 12.30 in the morning in, in Grand Rapids on this commercial airline flight, and the captain made another request that everybody stay in their seats as a sign of sacrifice uh, to, to honor the sacrifice that, that Corporal Buckland had made for our country until his remains had been removed from the right cargo hold. And, and that was the first night for me uh, that, I, that I witnessed the other side of war. Uh, I looked out the right-hand side of the airplane and uh, witnessed the Bucklands on the darkest night of their lives. Yeah. Um, his parents, his brothers, his sisters, um, his four-year-old son is mm-hmm. that, that coffin uh, draped with the American flag uh, inched down the, the cargo hold. And it was one of the hardest things that, you know, I'd ever witnessed before. And I've got uh, four daughters and, and soon to be a fifth. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Um, and, um, but uh, I, I just couldn't help but think, if I was Jackie and my kids, what, what would happen? Yes. And um, as the ceremony finishes itself up, I, uh, I look back to the airplane, and I'm just completely shocked to see that more than half the people had gotten off the plane, um, despite the captain's request to, to stay in their seats. And uh, I, uh, I knew at that very moment that this is what I was supposed to do. And, you know, I dreamed as a child of becoming a, a golf professional and a fighter pilot. Uh, but what I had no idea is how those dreams would, would actually be preparing me for, for a greater mission 
that uh, that God gave me on that night. Mm, and and it is such a great mission, and it just it just touched my heart so that that people would actually get off the plane. I just that I just can't even believe that they would have no sense of of sympathy or empathy for that family. That is just so heartbreaking. So I do really honor you for starting this foundation. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this foundation? It's incredible. Well, the, you know, the Folds of Honor uh, was was born that night, and it was it was small. I mean, my 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 what I felt my calling was was to um, help that young boy who was four years old uh, to reach out to him, and, and also to reach out to the half that got off the airplane, um, and and help them understand that, that freedom isn't free and. So I, I, you know, I re- returned back. It was, you know, it was a few months after that, and uh, above above my office, which sits above my garage in Broken Air, Oklahoma, um, and, and I started a foundation and uh, called the Folds of Honor. And, and our mission was to leave no family behind on the field of battle and provide educational opportunities for the spouses and the kids uh, of those who've had somebody either killed or disabled in Iraq and Afghanistan, and. Uh, you know, from that from that small seed of patriotism that was planted in me, I, I, you know, I thank God every day. But it's been cultivated, uh, literally, by millions. And you know, at this point, actually, we we will have uh, about fifty five hundred recipients uh, that are represented in all fifty states. And we've raised, you know, between oh, it's twenty seven, twenty nine million dollars. Um, and it's just and it's growing exponentially too. Uh, I bet this year we'll probably raise. You know, fifteen million dollars, and mm. it it is it's really been the awakening of of our country. Um, the 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 one percent that serve the other ninety nine percent each and every day, and and that is my call to action. As I travel across the country, is to to, to call that ninety nine percent and say, hey, we we all have a debt to repay to uh, specifically these families that didn't sign up for this, yes. um, that have had someone killed or permanently disabled. And that uh, that freedom isn't free, and uh, and giving back collectively as as a group, we can ensure that that we honor the sacrifice, but we also we also empower and educate the legacy of these brave men and women. Exactly. Now I know that you actually use your other great love, which is golf, to uh, to help this this foundation. Why don't you tell about that? Yeah, well, you know, as a, I'm, I'm an odd bird, so I'm a, a golf pro and a fighter pilot. The only guy to combine those two things. And uh, my call sign, Noonan, uh, you have no say in your call sign, but it comes from your elder fighter pilots after your first combat mission, and uh, it is uh, ties back to the namesake of the main character in Caddyshack, the movie, yeah. which was Danny Noonan. And uh, I always say, you know, if you meet a fighter pilot and their name is Iceman or Maverick, uh, there, it's not a good thing at all. That's not real. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, from the movie Top Gun, but, uh, you know, um, golf was the vehicle and I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have any money. Uh, I'm not very smart and, you know, God put that mission in my life on that United Airlines flight, that fateful night that brought me together with the Bucklands. And so my, my first step forward was to host a little golf tournament because I knew how to, you know, raise money through golf and, you know, we had 68 people show up, and we celebrated God and country. We did it in the same sentence without apology, and and we raised eight thousand uh, mm. dollars, which yeah, which is, is nice, but it's relatively it's a drop in the bucket. But I'll tell you, it was that day too that, that I learned that incredible lesson that you and I both share, and and that that amazing irony that when you reach out to help someone in need, uh, that you're actually the one being helped. 
Exactly. And uh, that was such a transition in my life uh, when I started focusing, you know, my time and talents existentially, as opposed to saying, you know, what I could do or what I could get. But but that wonderful, empowering, fulfilling moment when you're able to do something for someone, and you know, quite frankly, they'll never be able to repay you. And there's no agenda to, to doing it other than uh, than trying to help another human being. And so um, I learned that that day. And you know, we put um, we put golf out in front. You know, as our flagship to start our foundation. And same place it all started. You know, above my garage in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Um, I wrote a one-page email. And it was titled Patriot Golf Day, and the concept was very simple: that we would have golf courses across America sign up on Labor Day weekend. And, uh, and ask people to donate as little as one extra dollar when they play golf. And, uh, this past Labor Day weekend, we had over 5,000 courses across this great, great state, uh, mm. participate. And we raised $4.3 million. Wow. Uh, with people throwing a, a little money into, uh, into a fishbowl. Yes. Uh, but it goes back to, you know, I just said earlier, you know, we all do a little bit, the 99% that are free. Yes. Uh, courtesy of the 1% serving, uh, we can have a massive impact. Yes. And so golf has been a true benevolent friend to the folds of honor, and uh, we've raised over $15 million just through Patriot Golf Day uh, in the last five years, and uh, it continues to grow, and, you know, patriotism spreads across the fairways from uh, literally coast to coast uh, in, in this country. So it's every Labor Day, is that right? Every Labor Day weekend, and I would just ask people listening to that, you know, it's it's grassroots. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up here later on in the summer, um, but it's because people hear this and they were like, "Wow, I'm a golfer. I should go to my local golf course and make sure that they're signed up." Yeah. And uh, that is exactly how it works. And mm-hmm. the golf course signs up. We send them a, a, a toolkit, if you will, to execute against. Them. But the you know the big picture is. Just sharing the message um, that Labor Day weekend, those four days, we all have an opportunity to donate a little bit that will help educate the, the families of our fallen and disabled. Oh, that is so incredible. So what is Patriot Range Day? Uh, oh, yeah. So and that, so it's a Patriot concept, and it goes back to what we talked about before, is um, how are people standing up and, and demonstrating their patriotism, right, and, and giving back. And so we realize not everybody plays golf. Uh, but this year we, we also have um, Patriot uh, Range Day, which is the month of September. There are about 8,000 shooting ranges across America, and we've partnered with the uh, NSSF and the NRA, and it's the same concept. When you go out and, and you do your sport shooting over the month of September, uh, there'll be a call to action there to donate back to the to the Folds of Honor Foundation. Mm. And, um, and, you know, just recently... Um, we had had uh, Patriot Marina Day, which occurred over the 4th of July weekend. And uh, we had marinas all across the country uh, collecting donations and giving part of slip rentals and and fuel receipts that went back to us. And it'll take us a few months to tally that up, but it it was a tremendous success. What a great idea. You know, we belong to a yacht club, and um, we have a lot of things that we do for the Camp Pendleton out here. So we have um, parties for the kids for Christmas for the children of, of our, you know, Marines. And we also, my husband takes them out fishing. And then we should do that with our Dana Point Yacht Club is, is have that Marine Day. So we'll, I will talk to you about that, and we'll get it in, in, you know, in all the yacht clubs of America. Wouldn't that be great? That's right. Well, it's just, it's, you know, I am not a bright guy, right? 
I'm a simple guy. Oh, and it, come on. it is about, you know, it's about getting in front of people. And we're talking about our country. We're talking about education. The, the thing that separates America from, from um, the, so many of the suppressed countries around this world is, is education. And education equals empowerment and equals accountability. And if you, you know, you look at countries like, like in Afghanistan or these places that try to suppress women and, and they don't let them become educated. Uh, ignorance is the, is the greatest stronghold of power anybody can have. And our, our country is, is founded on this, this power of, of education. And, you know, the United States is so benevolent. I mean, I think it's the, in the last 50 years we've donated more money. Yes. Uh, than the entire world combined to uh, to help other countries. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and and so this is a great opportunity for all of us. And like you said, when we do these things, um, it, it's really kind of a, an incredible boomerang because we get so much out of it. It just warms our own hearts to see these people that these kids who who lost a dad or lost a mom or mothers, you know, or wives that lost their their husbands or vice versa, that, that they now have a chance and they have the love of their country and the people who show that they really appreciate uh, to do all these great things. I, I think it's fabulous. Now, in this book, I want to get back to your book because I thought it was wonderful. Um, this is when we're speaking today with Major Dan Rooney, who is uh, the author of this great book, A Patriot's Calling, Living Life Between Fear and Faith. And I noticed, you know, I'm a spiritual person, too, so I really did connect with all of the spiritual things that you say in this book. And um, I wondered, you know, about your, you know, you talk a little bit about your upbringing. Why don't you share with our audience a little bit about the influence when you were growing up? Well, I, I mean, it goes back to this, the concept of synchronicity, right, that every person and every experience is placed in your life for a reason. Um, and I, I was, you know, I was so blessed, um, to, to, to have an incredible upbringing, have, you know, have amazing parents, have people that were around my family, my grandfather, uh, my, my sisters, uh, people that had entered my life as, as a young man that, that taught me lessons. And, uh, you, you know, really the, the inspiration for writing a book, you know, I was in Iraq. And uh, we, we really question humanity and life and, and what things are about. And I, I just felt this very strong calling from God in my life. And it was like, Dan, you, you have been so fortunate. You've had so many, I, I brought so many amazing people and experiences into your life that most people never have. Yes. And I felt this calling to put it on paper so that even though you may not have grown up and, and, and flown fighters or, or been a professional golfer, had great parents, whatever it is, the lessons are there, yes. and to share those lessons with uh, with folks, and, and the testimonials have just been amazing. When people have read this book, and uh, the, the you know the, the empowerment that, that has come from it, but you know, to your question, I I was really fortunate, and still, and both my parents are still with me, and you know, they're they're still mentoring me every single day. Mm. Um, but but growing up and and having a strong faith, and and having parents. That uh, that were always there for me, but weren't afraid for me to fail. And I think in in our society now, um, parents this this neurotic parenting um, really is a is a, actually a huge hindrance to our children because failure is such a, a critical skill to learn. 
Yes. But always letting your children know that, hey, when you do fall, I will be there to pick you up. Yes. But we have to let kids fall. Yes. And in the day where you know, everybody gets a trophy for showing up and, you know, the it's just, it really scares me um, that we're, you know, we're putting youth out there that don't have the ability to, to fail and, and learn from it because the realities are in our lives, and I'm sure it's been the same in your life. I've learned more from my failures, thousand times more than I ever have from my success. Yes, and, and, it, and it teaches humility. Yeah, I was going to say it teaches humility as well, because when you when you fail, you have to go inside and question what is it that that I'm doing or not doing that is contributing to this. So you have to really go deep inside and really recognize. And you do it. You know, there are no mistakes if you learn from them, right? They're just lessons. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Failure's only failure if you fail to learn. Couldn't yeah. have, you know, perfectly said. Yeah, it's like uh, Thomas Edison said when people said, "Don't you feel like a failure?" And he goes, "No, I learned a thousand ways not how not to uh, make a light bulb." <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. really true. You know, it's 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 incredible. So, Dan, why don't you tell me what what made you get so interested in pursuing a career in the military? Well, it's, again, it's back to the same concept of chance and purpose coming together. And uh, uh, God put uh, a guy by the name of Steve Reno Courtright in my life when I was 12 or 13. He was a fighter pilot and uh, was really, you know, a guy was I first looked up to and said, wow. I mean, he's one of the coolest people I'd ever met in my life. He was in his, you know, mid, mid-30s or so. And uh, I knew at that moment that he was he lived a life that I wanted to live. And then I uh, also watched that crazy movie Top Gun a few times as a, as a <laughs> yeah. young boy, maybe a few hundred times, to be honest. Right. And uh, I just knew it was something that, uh, you know, that was in my heart. I, I just, you know, you don't want to live a life with regrets. And I, I, I grasped that as a young man. I was like, I'm going to go do this. And the chances of being a fighter pilot are, I mean, slim to none. Yeah. But they're absolutely none if you don't try. Right. And uh, so I, I was really fortunate to, uh, to you know, be able to live that dream. So, yeah, you grew up and nobody in your family was a pilot or anything, were they? No, no, no. It was just instilled in you from all these movies, and, and that's exciting. Yeah, I know, I know. And so when you, when you went to the military and then you saw the, the kind of the horrors that you did see, how did that transform you? Yeah, they don't. That's the stuff they don't put on the recruiting posters, right? No. Um, and uh, I, you know, it, it it was all part of taking me to where I am today. And it, in the moment, you you don't realize that. I mean, that's just the human nature, right? That I mean, all the struggles we all have in our lives, um, you, you don't necessarily appreciate them. They're not much fun when you're there, but yes. it's building that fabric. That you know the, the path you're supposed to be on in your life. So I mean, I, I really struggled, and it was yes. it was scary, and it was a you know a, a different feeling, and that I, that I'd never had before, and very kind of inhumane. Yes. Um, but uh, it was you know those experiences that that were laying the groundwork for uh, for the bigger mission. And I just wonder what makes the difference in someone a hero like you, and someone like these poor guys that come back with PTSD and really, really are struggling with this stuff. And, you know, maybe it's the difference between you having your faith in God and and them not having that kind of faith. I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer that the real heroes are the Army and the Marines um, that are on the ground, right? 
And that, that combat experience is, is very different from being at 30,000 feet in the 16. Mm-hmm. And those are my experience. I'm not speaking for every fighter pilot that, that's out there. Right. But I, I just look at the, the, men on, the men and women on the ground. It's so heroic compared to, uh, to what mm-hmm. I ever did. And, uh, you know, looking, looking folks in the eyes, uh, that, that kind of trauma and spending the, the, the tour, the durations, their tours are 12 or 14 months long. Mm. Um, and ours are typically, you know, quite a bit shorter than that. So we're, we're in and out of theater. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I know that, that my faith in God and, uh, it's certainly been a, a big part of everything I do in life. And, uh, I'd like to think that that was, that was part of at least coming back physically and emotionally whole from, from my experience. Right. I know that there, there's a lot of wonderful things coming on. And I think the energy that you're setting forth in, in this foundation is really catching on with many people. I just was, um, just the other day, I just was talking to somebody about um, raising puppies for uh, the military that come back that have the PTSD, that you raise the puppy for them until 18 months, you train them, and then you give them to these guys who are wounded. And um, and then they have this this golden retriever to to help them and fetch whatever they need and, and get them going. And I just thought that was there's a lot of really wonderful things going on, too. And I think part of your energy has really spurred that. So I honor you for that as well. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the scholarships that you're giving. Um, so what are some of the qualifications to apply for these scholarships? Well, the qualifications are very simple. So if you've had a, uh, a loved one either killed or disabled um, in, in combat, um, that, uh, that you qualify if you're a spouse or a dependent. And um, the, the, this process is very simple. They can visit our website at foldsofhonor.org and uh, go on to the recipient site, um, and it's a one-page application, and you submit that. And then at the, uh, we do two cycles for the uh, summer and, and, and uh, spring semesters. And as I said before, we have, uh, you know, we'll be at up, up over 5,500 total recipients starting school this, this August, uh, represented in all 50 states. And uh, we'll keep running as hard as we can to make sure we, we don't leave any family behind. Mm. And I notice with this book, I, by the way, I just really love this book, but I notice also with your book, A Patriot's Calling, that um, you are donating um, a dollar for every book that's sold also to, to help raise money. So that's... Yeah, well, as you know, there's not a lot of profit in books. Uh, right. So uh, we're, we're doing what we can. And, I, you know, I think that the, you know, the great return on the book is that people who have read it that have been unaware of the mission of the Folds of Honor, um, and the, the windfall from, from, from that, or people that know about it that have strengthened or deepened their relationship with the mission because they understand a little bit more who Major Dan is uh, and how this thing got started. That's, that's the, the real benefit um, there. But, uh, you know, I'd like to give, give what we can uh, from, from the book and uh, just any way we can to keep growing and, and taking care of the families. Yeah, and you know, Dan, I really love the maxims of a patriot, too, at the end, and we're just really about out of time, but I just wanted to tell you that those really touched me, too. You talk about attitude, having positive thoughts will create a positive force in your world, and when I think of that, I think that of you, so that's exactly what you're doing. You're you're creating a really positive force, and I'm so glad I got to meet you and hug you in person, and I'm glad that I can maybe help with the, you know, the marinas to do something for you, too. So you're terrific, and we are just about out of time. 
All right. Well, it's, it is great. I would just encourage anybody that's out there listening to, to visit our website, foldsofhonor.org, uh, and, and make a donation. Make sure your local golf course is signed up, your marina is signed up, your shooting range is signed up. Uh, 99% are free, courtesy of the 1% serving. And uh, to visit patriotscalling.com if you want a, a, a great read. And it's my most passionate group. Are, are these young adults. So a great, great uh, book for any young adult that's headed out in the world and the wonderful lessons in there. And just thank you for helping us share the message. Yeah, and it's it's even great for an old lady like me. So thank you so much, Dan. Keep up all the great work, and God bless you. Uh, God bless and Godspeed to, to everyone this summer. And uh, let's all remember that freedom isn't free. Exactly. Thank you so much. We'll have you back again. Keep in touch. And congratulations on that new baby coming. Yeah, thank you. All right. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join, join us every Monday morning at 830 right here on KUCI and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. And thank you. Bye-bye. Expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.